EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hello again, you're back. Another week, another podcast. It's Friday the 27th of May. Let's see what's been happening this week in the EV world. Now this is super cool. Oxbotica has successfully deployed the first fully autonomous all-electric vehicle platform on open roads in the UK. Now the applied EV vehicle driven by Oxbotica is operating in Oxford with no onboard driver. How very exciting. Marking the next step in commercializing autonomous vehicle technology. Now Oxbotica will also accelerate commercial deployment of autonomous vehicles globally, working with partners such as ZF, BP and NEVS. It will enable autonomous passenger shuttles and also industry-specific platforms, all driven by, not a person, but Oxbotica's product, which is Oxbotica Driver. I love this. I think it's very exciting. How comfortable we'd be to get into a car with no driver, I just don't know. But still, the idea's there, and listen, I suppose it is the future. Also this week, keeping it futuristic, three years after launching the breakdown industry's first engine-powered emergency charge for electric cars, the RAC has begun rolling out a faster version so that its patrols can get electric car drivers moving again even more quickly. Now, the modern-day equivalent of a fuel can for electric cars, basically. It's the RAC EV Boost, we like the name, and it has been upgraded from 3.5 kilowatts to 5 kilowatts to increase the speed of charge for members who either run out of charge or encounter faulty charge points. The new charger is capable of adding around 10 miles of range in around 30 minutes or less. Last May, the RAC further underlined its position as the number one for EV breakdown cover by signing an exclusivity agreement with the specialist engineering company that designed and developed the lightweight and compact RAC EV boost charger, which weighs just 35 kilograms. Britain is seeing record numbers of EV sales and currently has one of the most extensive networks of rapid chargers in Europe. New figures from the Department of Transport have revealed that UK electric vehicle rollout has more than doubled. Stats have shown that currently EV registration numbers in the north of England rose to 74,677 in 2021. That's more than a quarter of a million of EVs now travelling on UK roads. And sales of plug-in vehicles have reached all-time highs, rising 77% compared to 2020, with 327,000 registrations in 2021. The Department for Transport produced the stats ahead of the Transport Secretary meeting to discuss green transport innovation and the government's mission to build strong infrastructure, transport links and economic growth in regions across the nation. Development of a bespoke EV architecture for small cars will facilitate a direct electric replacement for the Mercedes-Benz A-Class hatchback, in line with the firm's plan to usher in an EV in every segment by 2020. Currently, the smallest model in the EQ family is the Mercedes-Benz EQA crossover, which is an electric version of the combustion-powered Mercedes-Benz GLA. Now, the AMA platform is intended in the first instance 
for EVs in this segment, the smallest in which Mercedes-Benz currently operates, and it will bring a step change in the functionality and performance of its entry-level EVs. No doubt the packaging constraints of C-segment cars will mean the EQA class comes with a smaller battery than the larger cars on this platform. However, the substantial increase in power density should mean it's not too much of a problem. In conjunction with a greater force of lightweighting and aerodynamic efficiency, it should improve on the 264-mile range of the current longest-legged version of the EQA. We love what Merck are doing. Of course, smaller EVs are definitely needed, and a lot of people like the badge. Now, this is exciting stuff. First Buses has completed its depot that allows 150 electric vehicles to be charged at one time, supporting its growing electric fleet in Glasgow, as well as other businesses during the day when its buses are out on service. So multifunctional, we like this. Glasgow is now home to the UK's largest EV rapid charging centre as it completes the major transformation of its flagship Caledonia depot. In order to mark the completion of work, Scottish Trans Transport Minister Jenny Gurlith visited the site. The Collodian Depot, located in Glasgow Southside, has had 160 state-of-the-art rapid charging points installed over the last nine months, which will allow 150 EVs to be charged at the depot at one time. It's very impressive, it looks very good, and of course it's helping move forward in the EV industry. Now you need to know about this. There are substantial financial benefits for both employers and employees in the introduction of an electric company car scheme, particularly if it's offered via salary sacrifice. Now, the benefiting kind, or big tax, for EVs is currently just 2%, which is a powerful incentive for employees to switch to electric in comparison to petrol and diesel cars, where you could be looking at a bit rate of over 30%. Offering employees EVs through a salary sacrifice scheme could also offer significant Class 1A national insurance savings, which is a double bonus. Now, businesses could typically save around £80 to £100 per employee per month. That's quite a big saving on each zero emissions vehicle on the scheme. Whilst the employee also benefits from the lower NI contributions that I've just mentioned, making it an attractive option to both businesses and workers, and in addition to encouraging zero emission vehicles by using a salary sacrifice scheme, businesses can offset their carbon emissions, so definitely one to look into. Taking things down under now, the Australian miner EV Metals Group has bought the battery materials division of UK multinational Johnson Mathey for £50 million, moving it closer to becoming a full-service battery maker for the electric vehicles industry. The deal gives EV Metals the technology that Johnson Mathey developed to create ELNO, which is a substance made from nickel, cobalt, and lithium that increases the range and reduces the cost of EV batteries. EV Metals said the new acquisition would produce synergy with its existing mining operations and should move things ahead nicely. It's a big acquisition and one that we're sure will work. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you'll know that a few weeks ago, I excitingly spoke about the launch of the EV scooter called Simple One, made by the manufacturing EV startup Simple Energy. But sadly, on May the 26th, they have now announced the postponement of deliveries. 
Now, the deliveries are being deferred as updated guidelines for EVs are expected to be issued by the government shortly. Now, the reason for this is because a spree of fire incidents involving electric two-wheelers have been reported over the past couple of months, which has led to the speculations of a lightly tightening of regulations. Now, in light of recent events in the EV industry, we expect updated guidelines for EVs concerning battery health and overall vehicle safety. In accordance with this, we are postponing the deliveries of Simple One. Now, this is a statement from Simple Energy. The test rides for Simple One, which is in the company's flagship scooter, will begin from July, and then we plan to get things back on the road. We wish them luck with that, but it's better to be safe than sorry, isn't it? A big, big statement this week. The Volkswagen chief has said the German car giant will overtake Tesla on electric vehicle sales by 2025. Now, we're yet to see what Elon thinks about this, but it really is poking the dragon, isn't it? Now, Herbert Dias said elevating supply chain issues would likely help create some momentum for the German auto giant over the coming months. Markets are always about the future, Dias said, when asking why investors valued Tesla at such a premium to other traditional car makers such as Volkswagen. Now, we decided to ask our EV Comply following what they thought about this. Now, 46% thought for sure Volkswagen will definitely overtake Tesla on electric vehicle sales by 2025, but 54% came in with an no way absolutely no way will this happen so what do you reckon is volkswagen to take over from tesla we'll have to wait and see and finishing on this one i love this story a grandma has converted her 29 year old car into an electric vehicle which she charges with her own solar panels it's brilliant isn't it now it took a couple of years and twenty-four thousand pounds but rosemary penwood who's 63 expects the car which is a honda city that she's named frida will pay for itself but she didn't do it because of rising petrol prices she said, I suppose I should thank the oil companies like Anadarko and Zadoil and Gas, Shell, OMV, Beach Energy. These are all companies that me and my group, Oil Free Otago, have been opposing for many years, she said. It motivated me to become independent of oil and show them that they're not needed here. She is a renowned local activist and she says she'd been told her whole life what she could and couldn't do, and a lot of people thought turning her car into an EV was madness, but she's quite proud of herself. And do you know what, Rosemary? We're proud of you too. <laughs> you go, girl. There you go. Another week of news in this rapidly moving industry brought to you directly from EV Comply. Now, if you wish to appear on the podcast or have your business mentioned, then please do contact us. Go to ev-comply.com, click on pods and blogs and enter our contact form. We would love to hear from you. I'll be back with you next Friday and from everybody here at EV Comply. As ever, we hope you have a top weekend. Thank <laughs> you.